Searching for a research partner to handle the details of your next qualitative project? When we say Fieldwork can handle it all, we mean it. From world-class facilities to low-incidence recruitment, their team of experts handles the details so you can stay focused on the research. Say goodbye to traditional focus group rooms and recruitment tactics. As market research has grown from the standard focus group to incorporate other innovative methodologies and technologies, Fieldwork has expanded along with it. With facilities nationwide and sophisticated global recruitment services, their detail-oriented staff partners with you to achieve great insights. Focus on the research. Fieldwork will do the rest. Hello and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney with you as always. I am the mama bird here at Little Bird Marketing, also known as the CEO, but whatever. Um, So today I have with me Ashley LeBlanc and very soon in the subject matter, you will see why Ashley is back. So Ashley, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. It's always a good time. We always keep it interesting, fun, lively. Well, and it's also such a good time of the year. And I know we we really create these podcasts to be totally evergreen. You could be listening to this at any time. But just FYI, we're coming to the end of the year. And when we do, a lot of people are thinking about next year. And usually as soon as you say next year, <laughs> dot, 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 it's I'm going to do whatever it is better. So if one of your New Year's resolutions next year is going to be to get your marketing in order do not press pause. This is absolutely the show for you. And there is no better place to start the entire idea of bringing complete uh, organization to chaos than Ashley LeBlanc, the executive VP here at Little Bird Marketing. So Ashley, kick us off with this amazing topic that I know everybody's going to eat up. Well, if I had, going back to what you said about this time of year, if I had one word to describe this time of year, it would be chaos. Uh, Not only do we have Q4 deadlines looming, but it's planning season. You already said that. We're planning. And if you're not planning, you should be planning for what's going to happen in 2023. And that can feel very chaotic. And I'll be the first to admit it because I hate living in chaos, but chaos isn't fun, right? It's a joy killer. Uh, you, If you know anything about me, you know that organization is literally my best friend. I can't make it through the day without a checklist. My house is organized to a T. My desk... Oh, this, she is not joking, people. <laughs> she is it's not bad. joking. <laughs> I mean, it depends on... If you're a guest in my house, you probably love it. If you're my husband, you probably hate it because you have to live in my organizational you know, uh, habits. But... It's what makes chaos controllable for me, right? Chaos is inevitable. It's unfortunate for me and for many of you, but it's just part of life, especially when it comes to to marketing. Because here's the deal. With best efforts in mind, right, we approach our goals, our dreams, our aspirations, our jobs, and again and again, we find ourselves in chaotic situations, And developing your annual marketing plan isn't without exception, right? It it actually can be 
pretty chaotic. Uh, Priscilla, you and I hear different challenges all the time, but some of those being around this exact thing, right? We hear people say, our company doesn't have a strong system in place to generate the right leads. What is that? That's chaos. Our marketing actions aren't in alignment with our goals chaos. And my team, it, we're, we lack the expertise. We, we lack the direction. We lack the time. Again, chaos. You know, we get teased a little bit that we often refer to our company not as a digital content lead generation company, but as a sleep improvement agency. And I think this feeds into your idea here. We want people who are in charge of revenue to get good sleep because they're not sitting there worried about all the loose ends. You're you're totally right. And I want to kind of switch gears because I don't want to be the bad news bringer, right? I, I, chaos is already not enjoyable. So let's let's switch gears. Let's talk about the good news, right? And the good news is when strategy is at the forefront and you have some sort of organization in place, marketing chaos actually evolves into marketing clarity. So chaos doesn't actually have to be bad. Uh, chaos is actually, it's a driver to evoke change. So if you're tired of living in marketing chaos, then lean in, turn up the volume, clear out any distractions, because we are going to talk through an actionable plan for your next year of content marketing. You shared this stat at Insights Marketing Day this year that people who write a marketing plan down are 356% more likely to report success. And it was such a weird number and such a high number that I remembered it. And I just, it really, it blows your mind. I mean, if you want to succeed, you can't have this idea out there in your mind and it cannot be a hope and a dream. No, you have to share it with your team. And like the stat says, write it down. Now you can type it or you can physically write it. But what we're talking about is a templated approach to your marketing plan. Now, why does that actually matter? Because humans work better with clear direction. So does a marketing plan, right? Doing marketing actions for the sake of getting marketing done is not is not helpful. Most marketing templates are for businesses, typically are for businesses that sell like goods to consumers, right? If you Google anything around like marketing plan, it's probably not super applicable to a B2B business. What we're talking about is a roadmap. And so there's a big difference there because this is a bigger complex task that we're trying to spark interest within and amongst other businesses. Now that's complex. That's not, hey, buy this single good um, or service, right? We're trying to create partnerships. B2B is, is so different. So when we talk about this marketing plan, that's what we're leaning in on. We're leaning in on a, B, a B2B templated approach that hopefully you can use for this upcoming year, but then apply to future years, right? It's not a it's not a one-time thing. This is going to be a template that you can see success in year after year. Yeah, and we are B2B specialists, so you're going to get some free free expertise in this podcast, but it is very different if you are selling a $25 widget, you know, just a consumer, you know, good. That's not what we specialize in. You know, our clients are selling maybe a $2,500 item, more likely $25,000 very frequently, a $250,000 project to their clients. And we know that that B2B buyer is 
almost 60% of the way through their buying decision before they ever reach out to somebody on your team. And so if you do not have a marketing plan in place that is geared toward a strategy of actually reaching out to them and connecting with them way before they've made their decision, you really, it is, it is just a hope and a prayer at that point. And so trust us when we say that people pay us a lot of money for this expertise and you're going to get it in this podcast for free. So we're going to kind of put this together. I've got four points that come from our main system that has worked time and time again. And then uh, we're going to kind of end with another bonus item of saying, yeah, but without this, it's all for naught. So uh, hang on. Uh, so you can crib this from us without even paying us and working with us. But, you know, we, we, we might want to work with you. But S-O-A-R, crib it. S, strategy. O, organization, A, accountability, R, repeatability. It's not a huge secret if you've been around us enough, but let's dive into it and talk about what you can do to move this chaos into organization. And like Ashley said, get some joy back in your life. So let's start with strategy. And just like your favorite sports team, they follow a game plan. You need to develop and execute an annual marketing game plan. And I know that the most simple place to start is a SWOT analysis. Why not? If you know that that's the simple place to start, then go ahead and start there. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. But immediately, you should be diving into your most ideal customer because you need to be true always to the audience that you want right? You're networking to fill the proverbial seats in your proverbial, um, you know, stadium of your life and of your company. And if everybody who comes in is ideal for you, then now you have to create a message and a plan that is going to engage those people. And so getting really clear on that audience, what they look like and what they need and really why you serve them better than anyone else, that should inform the content that you're about to produce. And so that last thing I would say is not only what is the content that you would produce, but also where are you going to put that content? Where are they going to stumble on it? And that's super important too. Now we get to what I think is the most important letter, and this should not be a surprise, but I really do think it's the crux of what makes SOAR or an annual marketing plan successful, and that's organization. Another mic drop stat here is organized marketers are 674% more likely to report success than their peers. Oh my gosh. Let that sink in. I I'm, I want to know where you get these stats, Ash. <laughs> yeah, maybe I make them up. Just kidding, God. I don't. They're real. <laughs> but organization, it matters because if you don't, if your plan lacks organization, your strategy will fall flat. Trust us, we've seen it. We've seen people pour time and energy into the setup, into the strategy, right? They go away in strategy sessions. Someone blocks out time in their calendar. They get the strategy done, but it never gets organized, which it means it never gets actualized. So without any sort of organization using a content management system, a project management system, right? Even talking internally as a team and deciding who is going to take what task and responsibility and how that's going to be assigned out without any organization, 
nothing's going to get done. So this is when you create your actual calendar, right? You can choose the system that works best for you and your team, right? Whatever integrates into your CRM or anything else, but you need to have a clear calendar that's going to outline your entire year and not just like, Hey, we're going to write some blogs. (laughs) What month is that blog going out in? And what are all the micro actions that need to be accomplished to get that blog done? And whose responsibility is what? Who is creating the graphics for it? Who is writing the words? Who's doing the keyword research, right? All of that needs to be decided and organized too. You know, I do agree with you. The organization is really the crux and that's not, you know, me just pandering to you because I like you, (laughs) Um, but you know, we have met a lot of people who have the strategy done, you know, and granted there are a lot of people who say, oh yeah, I have it done, but they've intuited it. And then we find out they don't have it written down. And so they need to go get it written down. But a lot of people could make the effort and get the strategy done. It's not crazy to think that they could do that without us. But I find in the organization, I find this more often than not, is that businesses who have done the strategy, oftentimes they might be doing the right marketing actions, but they're doing them in the wrong order. And so this is about timing and and that is really key. So like, for example, someone might want to start a podcast. Well, you know, you've got to start a podcast at the right time and you've got to have blogs that feed in and do uh, there's, I'm not even going to get into that example exactly, but suffice to say that just because, for example, if doing a podcast is important and is the right strategy, you might not have it organized properly. And so it will fall flat on its face even though the strategy was was correct. So the organization is really key about getting things in the right order. And I have to say, Ashley, I know that organization is just runs in your blood. It doesn't run in my blood, but I knew from the very beginning of this company that I had to bow down to it. And even this week, I onboarded a new client and I just shed a little tear as the entire Trello board, boom, 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 their whole entire, you know, annual content strategy came into focus and was organized. And I was even training some of the staff on, okay, so this persona question goes here. The keywords get mixed here. This is how we determine the title of the blog. This is how we determine what month of the year this blog is going to happen and just how they are all connected. And that organization is just a thing of beauty. It's deeply satisfying. And that goes, know, for, both... that, that goes for your marketing plan or your kitchen. I just want to say that both <laughs> deeply satisfying. Freebie expertise right here. Yeah. You heard it on Ponderings from the Verge. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about this show's sponsor. Are you looking for more joy in your life? Do you want to improve your well-being, increase your sense of belonging, create more impact or simply have more fun? If you said yes to any of those questions, then check out the Year of Joy online community. It really could be for you. It's a place where you can find inspiring stories and practical advice from experts to empower you to build a more joyful life. It's a place where you can connect and share with like-minded people who are also looking to lead a more joy-filled life. Sound awesome? It's actually totally free. It's being funded by generous companies who understand the importance of giving people the gift of joy, something that is just so needed in today's world. So if you're ready in 2023 to make it a year of joy for you and your loved ones, If you're ready to find your tribe that helps you live your purpose, if you're ready for more fun, sign up for the Year of Joy at 
theartandscienceofjoy.com slash year hyphen of hyphen joy. The doors open to more joy on the 17th of January. So sign up now and be ready to receive that gift of joy. Learn more about the year of joy at theartandscienceofjoy.com slash year hyphen of hyphen joy. Or follow the Art and Science of Joy on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever you do, choose joy today. So that moves me into accountability. The piece that, you know, Ashley talked about at the very end about who is responsible for this is a bit of the accountability piece, but I want to give you a different mindset about accountability and what we mean. It's not just who's doing it and when they're doing it. Accountability also is an accountability to new ideas out there. So often we have an amazing onboarding session and we all commit to strategy and we get it organized and six minutes or six hours or six months later, somebody on the team raises their hand and says, but we've got to fill in the blank, go to this show, write this blog, you know, pay this sponsorship, whatever it is. And everybody goes, oh, okay, we got to do that. Let's do that. And there's no accountability. And so what we talk about in accountability is that the A is accountability to the S and the O. So you have an idea, you have to go back to the beginning and put it in order and say, does this new idea that just came to us now, and maybe the most genius idea, or maybe trash, (laughs) is it a part of our strategy? Does it fit? And secondly, can we organize it? And that means not only is it organizable, it also means do we have the bandwidth and the time to get it organized in order to truly execute it? So that is what we mean by accountability. And I think teams should have to like take a vow or an oath that (laughs) we are going to hold each other accountable because it's hard. You can have the strategy, but even holding yourself accountable to the strategy can be difficult. So if if you sit on a team hold each other accountable. When you're in those meetings, don't be afraid to be the person to ask the question of, Hey, is this accountable to our strategy? The answer may be yes, but it may also be no. And it may save you a lot of money. I do love that because I tell clients all the time that I feel one of the gifts we give them by going through our process is the ability to clearly begin to say no to things. And there are a million things you could do in marketing. Everything seems like a great idea, (laughs) you know, and nobody has unlimited budget. So just get that out of your mind. But the ability to really own that no and start, you know, whittling down the things where you're going to focus for the year is such a beautiful part that will take that chaos and bring it into deep, deep organization. One that is very purposeful and one that, you know, will create revenue. So I'm going to bring it into the last piece that we have. We have S-O-A-R. We want your business to soar. R is repeatability. And, you know, I, I will just tell you in my own experience, so many people try and start a conversation with me here about repeatability. Mm. They haven't done the S, the O, or the A, and they want to know basically, well, what is it going to yield? And should we do it again? And all these kinds of things. And I, and this is where, this is acronym city. I get OKRs and KPIs and, you know, and it goes on and on. This is like marketing world, right? So I often... I often slow people down and say, hey, I hear what you're saying. 
but we don't know the proof in the pudding yet. We need to get it strategized, organized, um, held accountable, and then we'll know what to repeat. But at this point, we don't know what the measurement is really because nothing was organized before this. <laughs> so, you know, we need people to invest, you know, time in the strategy and the organization and in the accountability, but that is for the end goal of being able to make sense about what worked and what did not. And that informs then what you can actually use the next year. Maybe you quit doing something, like we said, the power of no. Maybe you double down on something or maybe you 10X down on something. And we all know, again, we don't have unlimited budgets or unlimited time. If we want to 10X down on something, we're probably going to have to say no to something else, even something that might have been a little bit successful. But do we want a little bit of success or do we want 10X success? And the R is what makes this a system, right? We call it the SOAR system, or you're looking for a systematic approach to your marketing plan. Without the R, you just have one individual successful marketing year. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) You've done it. (laughs) You've done it. Now go take a very long hibernation nap. (laughs) Right. And, And we all know one year in itself, sales or marketing, doesn't mean much in regards to the success of business overall. We're looking for something that can be done year over year. You know, something that struck me, I don't think I've ever said this, Ashley, but just as you were talking, I was thinking, you know why repeat ability is so important is because our companies can also not be bound to particular people, Mm. right? Because we all know we have people come and go, great people or people that didn't work out. It doesn't matter. But too many systems out there are tied to a person, the CMO maybe, or maybe not. Maybe, you know, some guy who took the position and just kind of keeps giving, get, you know, getting the marketing jobs. And so he just does them. I don't care if it's an official title or non-official title, whoever is doing that work for you at your company, if they leave, is the system gone? If so, you didn't have a system. You had a person. And that, I've never said that before, but actually that is really key for me. And I think about why do people outsource to us? That's another interesting you know, conversation uh, uh, to have with people is because it is not only a lot to get your marketing uh, strategized and organized and get it held accountable, but to repeat it, you need to have the consistency. And it's not that, you know, we don't have turnover either, but when you have somebody operating a system, the system, you know, is going to go on regardless of a particular person. And I, I, that never dawned on me, but that's super important. It's so important. And it plays a key role in our like last tip here, which is execution, right? You can make it through the SOAR, but it's time to actually put your ideas into action. And we we tend <laughs> we tend to overestimate what we can do, which results in marketing plans that are honestly unattainable and unrealistic, right? We have the best of intentions, but no one actually executes on them. So nothing happens. There's this quote by Bill Gates that has become like one of my new favorite things. Um, he said, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. We get this so backwards of 
in the moment, things become so overwhelming. And we say, we're going to do all of these things in 2023. And what happens? None of those things happen in 2023. And then they don't happen in 2024. They don't happen in 2025. 10 years has gone by. And that thing that you want to do 10 years ago never happened because there was never a plan for execution. And you mentioned it earlier, right? The whole question of insourcing versus outsourcing. We we honestly, this is a conversation we have with a lot of people. We weigh the pros and cons. Are you going to build an internal marketing team? Are you going to outsource it? Are you going to insource some of the projects and outsource some of it? We work with both companies. We work with companies where um, they do have an internal marketing team and our team is an extension of that team so they can get even more done. Or our team provides the strategy and their team is running the play and working on the execution. And then we have we have other clients where we run it all. We do the strategy, but we also do the execution so that they don't have to worry about the internal team. Both, there's there's not a cut and dry answer to what will work great for your business. That's where you have to weigh the pros and cons and decide what is actually going to help you achieve a marketing plan that is successful. Right. And so this is a great way to kind of show people, you know, what we do. And we always are trying to pull the curtain back. Look, you need SOAR. So if you want it for free, go look at our website and kind of dive into SOAR and crib the system. Fine. But we can also walk you through. It's a very, <laughs> very module-based, very, you know, uh, detailed, as you can imagine, <laughs> um, you know, checklist by checklist. Our checklists have checklists and things like that. And we can walk you through and do it. Um, but what you really need to know is that system itself and that like the the idea and getting that done that has one cost but what you do with it after can either be let us you know train the trainer and you guys go do it yourself or we take it over and like Ashley said there's a lot of ranges and I got to tell you I give so much freebie stuff out and I almost never um, even talk about our products and services but I'm going to today I'm going to talk about um, one thing that a lot of people don't know we do, which is our SOAR DIY plan. And this is really, um, you know, the brainchild of, of Ashley. So I'm going to let you talk about it. But, you know, this, this idea of, look, you have to have SOAR. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know what you would do without the fundamental. But once you get the fundamental, what do you do from there? You certainly don't have to pay a lot of money and have, you know, crazy amount of deliverables that can scale the way you need it. But tell people about what you do with the SOAR DIY plan. Yeah. So this really rests on the execution, right? And we, we've we seen this go one of two ways. Either it's a budget constraint and they're going to execute themselves because they can't afford a, a monthly retainer at this point in time. Or they already have a, a large internal marketing team, but maybe they're junior marketers who are missing the strategy and the guidance and the roadmap. So people have brought us in either way. And really what happens in SOAR DIY is we still do the strategy, right? You get a one, instead of the two-day onboarding session with our done-for-you services, where our team executes with DIY, it's a, a one-day a intensive uh, <laughs> strategy session. And from that, we, you know, we're still uh, fleshing out personas. We're still walking those personas through the buyer's journey. We're still hitting all of the critical parts that are going to give you that strategy. 
And then our team takes that and creates the marketing roadmap for you. We still write the blog titles. We still do the keyword research. We still help you ideate email ideas and what a potential lead magnet could be for your annual marketing plan. However, the execution rests on your team, but we don't just blindly hand you a plan and say, good luck, see you later. We train you on it. Now we are, there's, I I feel like most people know this, but we're a HubSpot agency. And so one of the the core uh, items that you get with SOAR DIY is not only do you get trained on our system in regards to how to implement SOAR yourself, but if you purchase HubSpot, our team also trains you on how to implement the SOAR system in HubSpot. So it's kind of a dual training. You get to learn the checklists of all of the items that need to happen to actually write the blog content. But then our team will say, and now that's this is how you take the blog content, put it in HubSpot, and then use HubSpot to socially promote it, and so on and so forth. So our team really covers all of the training. So execution from your team actually feels like a breeze. It feels like the easy part because now it's like, okay, well, I know in January I have to do this blog. Great. I'm going to start working on it now. It becomes very easy to take action on. And that checklist, I'll just kind of highlight, you know, it's not do a blog. That's not the item, (laughs) you know, here are the 23 steps and they're very, you know, they're listed out and it's like, what do I do next? Do the next item on the checklist. (laughs) That's what you do. And that's how you have success, you know, time and time again, and things don't fall through the cracks. And that's really what we're talking about today. So I'll wrap with that of saying, we just don't like things falling through the cracks. It's stressful. And when there's a little bit of marketing over here and a little bit of marketing over here and a little bit over here and a really good idea over here. And then, you know, the one person who has like the craziest idea that we all know is never going to work, whatever it is. (laughs) So all those things are like, you know, jumbled together. How do we take that and come out with a crystal clear picture that we can feel confident in not only the short-term, you know, goals, but also the long-term goals of the company? How are those, you know, basically rolling up into each other in a really organized fashion? So I feel like we just wrote a book together, Ashley, (laughs) like this is all of our knowledge. We are done. We should we should publish this one, but seriously, come back to this episode, bring your team to it, you know, use what you can from us and, and look at our resources on our website. Also, there are very small snippets that would help you. We talk about, you know, uh, hashtags, there's a hashtag one. We talk about personas, there's a persona guide. We, we talk about, you know, creating a, a, calendar for social posts, there's a guide for it. So we've done a lot of freebie work for you. And we do hope that it is very helpful for you. Of course, if you're ideal for us, we'd love to talk with you um, and, and, and see if it is right. But more than anything, we really want people to stop stressing out. It does not need to be so difficult, but it does mean you have to stop and you have to make a commitment to getting it solved. And we hope that for you for this next year. And Ashley, you are the best organizer and please feel free to come over to my kitchen anytime. That sounds amazing. (laughs) From all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy and organized marketing.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.